You're listening to Soap Dirt, the latest in television entertainment news. Hey, YNR fans, Belinda from Soap Dirt here, and we have got to talk about the mental states of Phyllis Summers and Ashley Abbott. I feel like these ladies may need to look into roommate options at the local psychiatric hospital because it feels like both of them are falling apart, although in very different ways. Before we dive in, though, please click subscribe if you haven't yet done that. All right, let's start with Phyllis Summers. While Ashley Abbott seems to be having sort of a classic nervous breakdown thing going on, those kind of symptoms. Phyllis's mental imbalance, for lack of a better word, is is very different. I'm going to play amateur armchair psychologist for just a moment. I looked up some of the symptoms that Phyllis is displaying. I realize nobody has talked about the fact that Phyllis may need a psychiatric evaluation. I am saying it here. Phyllis needs a psychiatric evaluation. So I found an interesting list of symptoms that align to a lot of what Phyllis has going on. And it was in this academic article about bipolar disorder combined with narcissistic personality disorder. They don't always overlap. Sometimes they do. One of the main symptoms is mood shifts. And to me, Phyllis seems like she could be displaying signs of what's called mania or hypomania. They're pretty much the same thing, but hypomania doesn't last as long. The spells are shorter. With someone suffering mania, you are you have this mental and physical level of energy that's very high, over-energized, really, kind of literally what you think of when you think of a manic state, somebody just kind of running around, you know. A person with bipolar can have mania without the depression symptoms because I we haven't seen Phyllis seeming depressed, but her energy level seems very high to me, like overly high. Her physical inability to stay still and some of her other symptoms could read manic. And of course, I don't mean this to, to make light of any kind of mental health issue, not at all. I think it's important that everybody is open to having discussions about mental health. I just want to say that this is not a criticism. It is a conversation about women that may need help. So now let's talk about narcissistic personality disorder. Those with narcissism have a very high sense of self-importance. This is well above and beyond a sense of healthy self-esteem, which is good. But like how Phyllis can't accept that Danny wants Christine and not her. She literally can't hear or see this because she thinks he must want her and only her. That's how she's operating is like she is the pinnacle of of whatever, you know, woman he could have in his life. She has put herself up on this pedestal, right? Narcissists also want others to admire them. To me, this symptom makes me think about how Phyllis is trying to get everybody to acknowledge how great she is and how much she's changed and what a good person she is now. Daniel, though, burst, kind of burst her bubble, although she couldn't hear it. Like she literally can't hear any of these people telling her the truth. Daniel kind of spoke for the viewers when he said he's seen no changes in her. He said it's just her saying she's changed. I mean, other than stopping the charade of faking her death, that's about the only thing she's changed. Everything else to me that I've seen has just been lip service. She hasn't changed. She's biding her time and her bad behavior could come back at a moment's notice. And as I always say, I do love it when red is bad. I enjoy her being villainous and scheming. So I don't know if I actually want her to get a evaluation because I don't want her to stop. I enjoy her. But just if you were seeing somebody you knew act like this, I think you might think, huh, 
Maybe we should have some kind of intervention. So the last sign of narcissistic personality disorder is a lack of empathy for others. Let's consider that Phyllis literally tried to run Christine Williams down with a rental car to get her out of the way. You know, she didn't hit her. She hit Paul instead, but she was trying to hit Christine. That's a big waving red flag of a lack of empathy. She also does not seem to care that Danny says he doesn't want to be with her. She keeps forcing herself on him and he will kind of respond. I think just a visceral, like a male reaction, because, you know, if a guy, you know how it is with males and hormones and... mm. But then as soon as he like can have a moment to breathe, he's like, no, no, I don't want this. But she keeps forcing herself on him. I think that is a lack of empathy. And then also there's that crime spree she went on way back in the day related to Daniel's origin story. Phyllis drugged and raped Danny and tried to convince him that he got her pregnant. She was obsessively fixated on him. That whole thing was definitely some sort of addictive disorder. There is one called celebrity obsessive disorder. C-O-D. And she might still have it now. Bottom line, Phyllis does not seem like somebody who is mentally in a good place, who's mentally healthy right now. She is not hearing what people are saying when they're telling her stop and no and back up and slow your roll. She just isn't hearing it. It's like Phyllis has this internal dialogue in her head telling her, Danny wants you. You know, Cricket's crazy. He doesn't want her. He only wants you. And everybody loves you because you're awesome and you've changed so much. I think this is her internal dialogue. And to me, that seems like enough to warrant, you know, some kind of psychological testing and evaluation and maybe some treatment. I think Phyllis could benefit from therapy. I think we could all benefit from therapy realistically, but I do think she needs to be written a reality check. And maybe she and Ashley Abbott can get a dual occupancy rate on a shared room over at Fairview. Isn't that the name of it? All right, now let's talk about Ashley and what might be going on in her her head. Either Tucker McCall has done some insane Paris plot that Tracy and Ashley couldn't unravel or Ashley is unraveling. So I've also been looking at Ashley's symptoms. One thing that was interesting I found is that she might have narcissistic abuse syndrome, also called narcissistic victim syndrome. I'm not saying Ashley's a narcissist. I'm saying that she could have developed mental issues because of being a victim of a narcissist. This is when you have problems because of emotional abuse by someone who has narcissistic personality disorder. I mean, Tucker seems almost like a textbook narcissist and Ashley was subject to his, you know, mental cruelty, his mind games. And that, you know, victim disorder comes with symptoms of fear, anxiety, and avoidance. That sounds like a lot what's going on with her. As mentioned above, when talking about narcissism and Phyllis, you know, think about Tucker. Typical manipulations of a narcissist include gaslighting, which she's accused him of doing, hoovering, that is when you try to suck someone back into a toxic relationship. There's scapegoating, which is placing blame and then passive aggressive techniques like sarcasm, blame shifting and sabotage. That sounds like Tucker's operations manual, you know, and I think he could definitely want to confuse Ashley, make her doubt her reality, hurt her self-esteem and make her think she's trash unless she's with him. That being said, while Tucker's manipulations may be to blame, there's also a chance that Ashley Ashley's past issues with mental health are back to haunt her. A spoiler for this week says Ashley gets a painful reminder of the past. And right around New Year's, they did play us an episode of one of her past breakdowns. The first was caused by the stunning reveal that John Abbott was not her biological father. And another one was caused by Victor basically berating her 
repeatedly for having an abortion without consulting him when he had gotten her pregnant and then went back to Nikki after he divorced her. So meanwhile, Phyllis has had one nervous breakdown in her past. That was when she was in jail, initially accused for arson and like attempted murder. That was after Diane burned down, I think, the pool house at the Abbott Mansion and framed uh, framed Phyllis for it. So already, you know, Ashley's family has started to question whether she's unraveling. They just did an intervention. Um, I think they need to try again. You know, I don't think Phyllis Summers' family is thinking there might be something treatably wrong with Phyllis, something that maybe needs to be diagnosed and, and therapy to overcome or maybe medication. Maybe both their families need to try again. You know, Ashley's try again and Phyllis just try once with an intervention. You know, maybe Phyllis needs to, you know... I think she definitely needs therapy. She's clearly deluded, very deluded. She might be a threat to Christine and Danny again. So what do you guys think? Do you think both these women need help from mental health professionals? Share your comments. Please click subscribe if you haven't already. And definitely come back soon. We are talking YNR seven days a week. And as always, it's Belinda from Soap Dirt. Thank you for being a loyal listener. Follow us wherever you get your podcast because you don't want to miss the next episode. Soap Dirt is on all the major podcast platforms, including Apple Podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and more.